This is Comet Picks by the Glick. Yeah, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. What's going on? How was your Christmas? My Christmas is great. Um, how about yours, John? Oh, pretty good. You know, same. You know, we celebrate the same pagan holidays. It's great. Indeed. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, decorate, decorate with the old tree, you know, and everything else that's, uh, you know. Um, and throw out like lots of, lots of money to celebrate gifts to the people we love. Bingo. Yeah. Indeed. So what do you have on top for us, tap for us tonight, sir? All right. So I'm talking about something that I've been writing about for a while. And that is um, Inu Yashiki by um, Hiroya Oku. Now, long time um, listeners and readers may know that he is the, that I've talked about him many times before. Back when he was, um, back when his series um, Gantz was being published by Dark Horse. Now, I kind of enjoyed Gantz overall. It's like, in the sense that, you know, it's a series that that started off being, like, directly, like, targeted to, like, people who were in touch with their inner 15-year-olds. And that's, like, a science fiction, like, ac- action kill game that you got people who are, like, who have been, um, Dead people who've been resurrected to fight um, aliens that are stuck stuck on Earth, and um, even though it had some some re- some really rough patches, um, like there was lots of um, really impressive impressive action, like and even some decent character development, like over the course of its thirty seven volumes. Now, the thing is, those like you know, like Oku was working on that series for like, a good long while. And, um, you know, it's like, it, this is something that, you know, it started off like, you know, clearly aimed at, you know, like people who are either actual 15 year olds or people who are still in touch with their inner 15 year old. Now his, now Inu Yoshiki is a series that, you know, it's coming right on the heels of Gantz. And it also seems kind of like he's like making a giant rebuttal to, to it. That basically like, you know, the 15 year olds who really like Gantz, you know, like, you know, it's like him, like raising a giant middle finger to them and telling them to like, get off my lawn. It's like in the process because um, the title character of Inuyashiki is um, Ichiro Inuyashiki. He is a much older than he appears, fifty-eight-year-old man who, um, who, as we're introduced to him, is has um, like has um, just managed to buy a house for his for his family. But you know they're kind of like um, bitching to him about it because it turns out to be like in the shadow of a um, much larger apartment apartment complex and you you look at this guy and you think he's just like your your standard trod upon like aged salary man it's like not, not respected by his by his wife his daughter it's like or his um or his son in fact his daughter basically um says that she pretends that you know it's like when it, like to like to her to her friends she tells him hey you know, you know he's not really my dad he's my grandpa because you know he looks that old and uh yeah, that's that that that's awful right there. But as it turns out, there's actually a reason why he looks so old, much older than he is. Because it turns out, as he goes as he goes to a doc a um a, a secondary doctor's checkup after his um test results come back saying, hey, you need more testing, and he's got terminal stomach cancer. It's like he's turns out he's only got like about a couple months to live, and um even then he can't um bring he's so just so passive that he can't quite bring himself to tell his family that, you know, he's going to die and that, you know, they're going to have to find, find their way to live without him. So as he's walking his, uh, brand new, like the dog, he bought, bought a brand new Shiba Inu. It's like, 
one night and he realizes that, you know, oh, it's like, you know, nobody, nobody cares. No, nobody cares for me at all. And, um, this park he walks to turns out that, oh, there's a bright light in the sky and then boom, he's dead, vaporized along with some other kid who happens to be standing at the park right next to him. Cause it turns out that some aliens actually, um, we're conducting some unsanctioned weapons test and they, uh, and, uh, and in order to cover up their actions, they decide to just, oh, well, we're going to rebuild these um, two people with the uh, things we have on hand. Oh, wait, the uh, only things we've got on hand are, are weapons-grade um, bodies that can have the power to destroy their home planet. No, no, no let's go ahead and do that, and um, we're going to just, like, leave them to it. Well, there you go. So, um, like, um, Inuyashiki-san wakes up, um, goes home, and um, at first, you know, realizes that thinks that nothing has gone wrong until he realizes that, you know, he can't cry. Like, that he doesn't feel anything. And that, oh, he really needs lots of water to survive. And then at a, at a private part when he's um, in his um, in his room, real, um, starts uh, like, dissembling his like, uh, activates his body and realizes that, oh my god, I got I'm turned into some robot. It's like I'm no longer Ichiro Inuyashiki. It's like, and he's you know worried about you know what can I? Uh, it's like you know, I, if I'm no longer the person I am, how can I continue to be a father? And then uh, as he's planning on like you know leaving his family, he uh, helps a uh, homeless man who has coincidentally just decided to uh, manage to get back with his old with his old girlfriend and turn his life around. Then some homeless um, hunters, a bunch of like uh, high school kids, come along and try to beat like beat his ass to death because you know that's what homeless hunters do in Japan. And then um, like Inuyashiki with his like you know robot body decides to intervene and um, not only saves the uh, homeless man but also broadcasts the identities of the kids who were like were beating him up as the it's like it's like, like in the process. So. So like this is so it's like you know hey it's like he's like so Inuyashiki now has kind of like a vocation he's going to like you know help as many people as he can with his new robot body. Now, now the uh, one of the reasons I bring up the whole get off my lawn bit is because uh, like uh, a good portion of Inuyashiki does feel like it's like it is very negative towards um, young kids. In fact. The main antagonist of the series is um, like is the other kid who was um, vaporized along with um, Inuyashiki-san, um, like um, Hiro, like um, Hiro Shishigami, and um, Shishigami like basically um, after he's vaporized, he uh, realizes that oh, the only way I can feel human again is to kill other people. It's like no, nobody matters. Like nobody, no one else matters to me except for you know my friends and my family and. Like as the uh, second volume picks up, you know, we see him just picking a random household just to go in and kill like the family inside. And you know, it's like, oh, so it's like it's going to be the old, honorable, downright saintly Inuyashiki um, versus you know this young, um, this young um, psychopath who now has the same the same abilities as he as he does. And, um, it's like, as rereading this, it's, 
know, it's like if you think that you know focusing on someone as saintly as Inoshiki would be kind of boring. I honestly think that even if um, Oku doesn't quite doesn't openly acknowledge that in the in the manga, I think his um, the way he he um, handles the story does kind of play that play that out. I mean, in the uh, there's one, like in the third volume, we get one we get a like a volume length story where he, or uh, like this one burly fucking um giant Yakuza giant um decides to uh, I'm gonna. It's like, hey, here's a little girl. It's like, here's just like this young little woman. It's like, and I'm gonna like make her mine. And it turns out she's like a nice, nice, cute little girl who has decided to get married to her, like you know, average boyfriend. But you know, it's like, hey, it's like this big yakuza guy is taking an interest in her. It's like, and now it's like she's gonna have to pay pay the price. And yo, know, hey, Inuyashiki shows up, and like after like after things get bad, and he's it's like, and he helps save them. And it's like very straightforward and plays out as exactly as predictably as you'd expect. And you know, for and then for the next couple volumes, um Oku's focus is primarily on Chishigami as he um you know it's like as he, you know, just like keeps killing people, but also, you know, tries to make things better make a better life for his mom. But Japanese Japanese law enforcement has other ideas once they find out, you know, like, hey, you know, he's the kid who's been killing everyone. We got to take him down. But, you know, he's like an invincible killing machine robot. How do you do that? It's like he goes about as well as you expect. And then um, Shishigami like, winds up like hanging out with this one girl who confessed to him. Like, she's saying, I really like you, Shishigami. It's like, he's like, oh, I remember you. You're pubehead. Like, the one everyone, that's, one, that's your nickname for the class. And it's like, yeah, that's, he's a really classy guy. In case, in case you hadn't gotten gotten that idea, but he, uh, but so, but he winds up hanging out with her and actually developing like an actual kind of um, connection with her. Like she, uh, like she winds up actually like convincing him that you know, you shouldn't kill people because that's bad. And um, as he realizes that you know, hey, she's not too bad. Maybe I should actually kind of listen to her and what she says. And um, as e- even as he decides, hey, you know what? Maybe I should stop killing people. And um, it's like, and um, listen to this girl, what this girl says. Like, hey, I mean, I can actually redeem myself, man. Then the then the uh, Japanese uh, SWAT team shows up, and like, you know, kind of kind of murders everyone. Oops. And then um, Shigami then goes, oh, now I'm just gonna like. That was obviously no way that I can live in peace now. Like. Even though I'm, hey, I'm trying to redeem myself, but you know, it's like if you guys won't let me do it, then hey, I'm just gonna go ahead and murder everyone in Japan. I'm gonna declare war on the country, and then the narrative shifts back to uh, bringing in, um, in like Yashiki san and um, so yeah, that's that's really like like that's how kind of like the first eight volumes go. It's like, I mean, it's like it's. Even like it seems like like Oku realizes that for a certain point that you know it's like focusing on a psychopath like um, Shishigami is kind of more interesting than um, like the saintly than focusing on a a uh, born born again straight arrow like uh, like like Inuyoshiki. I mean, we never find out that if he's at any uh, like dark secrets or if he's even or any like challenges to his um, to his persona. I mean. All he do, all we seem to do are good things. It's like we never see anyone like try to uh, co-opt him like for the like for their own agenda. It's like it's 
it's very Inushiki is a very straightforward black black and white series in term in terms of morality. Like it 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 plays out very predictably in terms of like like how you ex- how you'd expect things to go. Now that's not to say that um, Oku doesn't manage some some impressive sequences. It's like because as Gantz demonstrated time and time again, he is a great storyteller when it comes to like depicting action and um as awful as they can be to to, to read through it's like um the act some of the action scenes with shishigami, shishigami are still impressive assuming you can get past the fact that you know that the uh, J- japan like police and swat um have you know like just haven't realized that this guy is completely beyond their capabilities to de- to deal with and there's even a great sequence, it's like in, vo- it's like in volume seven, where it's like um, Shishigami takes control of several planes and um, like tries to crash them into like in Tokyo, and only partially succeeds after um, Inuyashiki um, like try like tries to save them. That's a uh, really imp- that's a really great sequence because he also takes his time to set up, um, get you to care about um, the people involved, like um, who are on one of the, one of the planes. So yeah, there's some there's some great action here, like no doubt. But what's holding the series back overall is this, you know, like familiar black and white morality to it. It's like just just like you know, there are, there are only like there's only like really good people on one side and really bad people. It's like like on the other. I mean, well, one okay, it's like it's per people, not not people, persons. It's like it's only like you know Inushiki versus um, versus Shishigami, and um, so it's like it's and to be perfectly honest, I'm not quite old enough to the point where I can't or I can really get behind the whole um, you know young kids get off my lawn um, style of thinking that's like really at work here because it does feel like um Oku is pandering to a certain extent to the uh like to an old to a much to an older audience here in fact um he he even like um engages in some rebuttal of his um of his previous work because as one of the as one of the uh char- one of the supporting characters one of um shishigami's friends who becomes an ally of inuyashiki's um he's identified early on as a uh, big fan of gantz and um like and as shishigami says hey yo you're a fan of that shitty gantz mo- manga it's all about like um shitty violence and all it's kind of like oh so oh i see okay so you've moved past um catering to 15 year olds and now you're catering to uh 50 year olds now gotcha that's what you're doing here and that's and it's like and overall it's like you know it's like i to be honest like i for all its problems i did enjoy um gantz more than the neoshiki even if it's um storytelling did go off off the rails at certain points. It's like, at least it wasn't, you know, it's like, um, like pan, like overly pandering to me in terms of morality. I mean, yeah, it's like, there were clear good guys and bad guys in that series, but you know, it's like, it was more concerned with the, um, like, um, awesome, like awesome violence and action sequences that, that, that erupted from like humans versus the aliens in there. In the Yashiki, it's like, I said, it's more about, you know, it's like there's there's some good action here, but it's more about just you know, it's like hey, it's like you know the older generation, it's like you know they've they've got what what take what it takes here, and that's really clear in the final two volumes, 
as uh, one of the uh, background threats of the series turn like turns in come comes to the foreground, and it forces um, like Inuyashiki and eventually Shishigami to make some hard choices about you know how they want to um, like like how they want to carry on. It's like in face of um, in face of global Armageddon. So, and it's also worth noting that uh, our glorious president also has an extended cameo in Volume 9. And while I'd love to dwell on this more, I will say that um, after reading it, um, Oku pretty much nails exactly what I'd expect um, our president to say. It's like in the face of um, global annihilation. <sighs> it's one of those things where it's, you know, even though the characters in this in the series react like, no, what he said, what? I look and go, yep, that's about right. That's all I'll say there. But I also want to say that it's that without getting into the specifics of how Volume Ten turns out, it's it's but it ten volume the conclusion played out about what about as how I expected. But it's also worth noting that there are several nods to um, Michael Bay's um, seminal um, asteroid impact um, action film, Armageddon, in here. It is Inuyashiki's climax um, a little more intelligent than that? Yeah. Um, is it... Um, I don't know. I don't think that it's kind of like, but then, then again, when you start off like as far into the negatives as Armageddon was raising things, um, the, the climax of Inoshiki doesn't quite raise things in, into the positive. So there you, so there you go. And the uh, finale, it's fine, but it's exactly what you'd expect. It's like, no, it's like no real surprises. I mean, even, uh, like even um, Shishigami's um, sacrifice in the end does make sense concerning his um, limited world world view there. So, like overall, it's like I mean, is Inuyashiki actually worth reading? Eh. Well, I guess if you really like Gantz, and um, well, I don't know. It's like if you really like Gantz, then you might actually be kind of turned off by. Um, like by the anti um young young person vibe in in the series, I guess like Inuyashiki kind of depends on, like you know how how much you're willing to get 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 into that whole like you know like the old like the old guy saves us all. It's like the uh, the previous like the old generation like knows what they're doing and they they can offer all everything they can to help to help save us. So there you go. It's like I mean there have been some comparisons to. To like Breaking Bad, but really, no, it's it's not like that at all. It's like it's like if um, Walter White decided to become a superhero instead of um, a meth dealer. So, so like Inuyashiki, like I said, it's it to its credit, it sets out to do exactly what it says. I mean, to to present a, a heroic version of a, a old person character who like who had kind of given up on given up on life. Um, like as like at at the start of things, it's like and then from there it plays out in the most straightforward um um way that 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 you can imagine. 
it's probably why the series has also found like success as an anime and is getting a live action uh, film version like um next year because you know that's a it's a narrative that people can easily grasp onto it and, and enjoy. So, and God knows that that Japan like like with all with its um all of its um aged population probably um like loves this idea of like you know the old guy really sticking it to the young young person and showing you like hey this is how this is how people should live it's like and like this is how people should live and sacrifice themselves for the good of, for the good of everyone so got to hand it to him for like cannily understanding um like what Japan wants um for the rest of us eh it's like it's it's fine it's like i um oku has another series that he's going to be starting soon i can only hope that that there's some kind of um like some kind of moral ambiguity here that um like takes away from like the black and white stuff of inyoshiki or at least you know like makes it less apparent that he's catering to a specific demographic. So there, so there you go. Um, John, like any thoughts on uh, your end about all this? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was yelling at the kids on my lawn, making noise. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, oh, uh, so you're, you're not even saying this is a mild recommend. Uh, well, it's like if you like yelling at, at the kids on on your lawn, then Inoshiki was clearly made for you. So you should <laughs> you should go ahead and buy it buy it right now. If you're if you're not the kind of person who yells at the kids on your lawn, then maybe uh, give this a pass. All right. Do you know what you're going to talk about next time? Well, next time will bring us into uh, 2018. So I guess it's time for oh. some kind for like a uh, best of retrospective until. Wow, this is this is gonna take this is gonna take some work. So I mean, there wasn't there wasn't anything that they you know, grabbed me um, as it as it did last year. But well, I I can definitely I'm um, doing my best to try and find like ten series to recommend as like you know the best of what 20, 2017 had to offer. All right, well we'll see you huh, next year on Comet Picks by the Glick. That's right. All right, take it easy. Bye bye.